Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. This is exciting because I've been trying to get a hold of Keychron for a long time. This, uh, I think it's a US-based company, have been making mechanical keyboards mostly, which has really appealed to someone entirely different than the regular gamer who buys keyboards from, say, Asus or MSI or SteelSeries or Razer. No, this has appealed to the creative class of consumer. Basically, the video editors, the photo editors. If you're seeing a video from Marquez Brown, sort of the tech guru of the 21st century, well, you'll see a Keychron keyboard there. So it's kind of like it's subtle, it's well-made, it's beautifully designed, but it has that tactile, responsive, um, mechanical feeling that a pair or a set of Logitech MX Keys Mini or a regular MX Keys, which I use day to day, which they cannot give you. So we've been really excited to finally get a hold of Keychron and get some of their keyboards out here for review. And here I have the latest and greatest success in front of me, the K2 Wireless. Now, this was a big success on Kickstarter. They sometimes kickstart their products, um, which are always a big success because they have a really loyal following who really dig what Keychron is doing in general. Um, big Kickstarter success. And the main reason for that, and the main reason that people are picking up on it, is that you get a lot for 99 USD, around 99 USD. Um, and here in Denmark, for instance, where we're filming this, the import pricing is around those 600 kroner. So it is pr actually pretty much reflective of the 99 USD price point. So, um, but of course, prices may vary depending on where you are, just so you know that. Um, but it is seemingly great value because you get this really thick, uh, it is plastic um, and partly aluminum, but really thick, almost like aircraft grade style chassis. This entire bottom feels like it could be an excellent murder weapon, actually. It's so robustly put together. Um, and you can sense that the second that you pick this up, that other um, keyboards in the same price bracket just can't match this production quality. Um, at the same time, you get um, Gatoron switches in this particular one. You can uh, s uh, switch between reds and blues and browns, I believe. These are uh, blues, meaning that they have a lot of tactility, a lot of distance between the top of the keystroke and the bottom out, and it's very clicky in nature. I absolutely adored it when I start clicking these keys. And the thing is, there is a lot of sort of um, I think sort of arrogance in suggesting that your your finger should not touch anything apart from cherry switches, which is seen as sort of this Rolls Royce of the switch world. But these Gatoron switches, honestly, we put it around the office and no one could really tell. So don't see that as a bad compromise. See that as a really good example of a really good compromise for keeping costs down. But honestly, this feels great. These keys have excellent stabilization in my personal opinion. And there is everything that you need here. Now, um, Keychron has also made sure that there is a few extras for people out there to just make it versatile and lovely to use. So one of the ways in which you can see that is these sliders here at the side. So one slides it between Bluetooth and wired. There is no 2.4 gigahertz dongle here. I don't really mind. I use an iMac now, which this paired with beautifully, but of course some people would like their 2.4 gigahertz wireless dongles. Um, but that all, the, Bluetooth for instance, I didn't really see any like noticeable drop in latency. And I also didn't really mind the extended battery life that you get from doing low, uh, low voltage, low range Bluetooth instead of 2.4 gigahertz, obviously. So there's a slight slider there. You can also very quickly slide it between Mac and PC. 
which is great. You also get additional keys in order to switch out command with a Windows key if that's what you want. Finally, the cable is side mounted. There's a lot of people that didn't really like that because they want their cable port to be here. Maybe it looks prettier, um, but I really didn't mind it being there. It, I, I, it's not a compliment. I just don't really care where it is. If it uh, goes out here, it's uh, the cable that you get. I've actually forgotten it at home, but it is side. Uh, it's pointing sideways, so it will naturally make the cable itself um, exit this way. N like, not this way, but this way. So um, I thought it was elegantly designed enough, to be honest. But the main thing that I really like about it, one, build quality. I like the subtlety of the design as well. This accentuating orange escape key here is just really, really nice. Um, as you can probably see, it's a 75% format, meaning that you do get a slightly more compact form factor than your normal, regular, full-size keyboard, but it's not down to a 65%er where you are losing dedicated arrow keys, for instance, something that has completely driven me mad when I'm using a keyboard which doesn't have them. Um, there are a few quirks here and there. Uh, for one, you can switch it over to Bluetooth, but if you want to pair, you have to remember to press FN and 1. There is a little Bluetooth icon there on the 1, but unless you would look it up, which actually took more time than I had expected, you get like a, a piece of like thin cardboard, like paper in the box where it gives you different keyboard shortcuts such as Bluetooth pairing. But it's kind of odd that you wouldn't have like a button here that said Bluetooth pairing and you would just hold that because I'm seemingly, at least for my use case, I pair my keyboard to a lot of different things. So. That's just a, what, like a really tiny quirk. One big quirk though, is that regardless of using the feet at the bottom, this keyboard is tall, as in too tall. I'm guessing it's because that they wanted to make the chassis, like the bottom of the chassis, really thick and nice feeling. But regardless of whether or not you have these kicked out, there are two different settings. So completely tucked in, completely tucked out, or halfway there, you can sort of, uh, um, get half of it out like this. But regardless, you're sort of reaching in onto it in such a weird way that it actually put a lot of strain on my wrists when I was typing. So I would really recommend getting either Keychron's own wooden um, wrist rest or some wrist rest in general, which raises up your wrists in order to mean that you're comfortably like resting on top of the keyboard as well when you're typing. So that seems to be pretty much a, an ergonomic oversight. Um, battery life, it, large, it lasts around three to five weeks on a 4,000 milliamp hour battery charge with this has. We haven't been able to test that fully yet, but I'm guessing that that's gonna be pretty accurate. Um, you, these have ABS plastic uh, caps, but you can get it in PBT double shot um, uh, form. So all in all, for the money you're paying, this is a great keyboard and I can't wait to see what else Keychron can be persuaded to send us in the near future. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.